Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week is a man that has been away for a bit, but he's finally back. JD, how are you, mate? Am I technically a wildcard now? Um, <laughs> no, no. I've set out more times than uh, uh, no, we were saying, has. We were saying <laughs> last season. week, um, we're trialling that multi-driver uh, for the same okay. rec licence over okay. the year. That's feel, what we're I trialling. I feel more like Stanaway, but... So, we actually haven't told people why you've been away. Do you want to tell oh, people well, why you've been away? Yeah, look, we've had a, a pretty big development in the family. We've got a, a beautiful little girl, Charlie, that um, we've welcomed into the world a few weeks ago now. She's about three weeks old now. When this episode comes out, she'll be three. Um, so, yeah, pretty exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. From Thank us you. and all the people that listen. Another one to the family. Yes. <laughs> you guys have been busy and Mitch and I... Can now just go to more supercar rounds and just <laughs> go, JD, can you come? No, you have family and responsibilities. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Between that and work. Yeah. <laughs> at uh, the moment, haven't got time to do nothing. I've got no responsibilities and work and it's still hard just to get by. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But um, no, congratulations. Thank Welcome you. back. Um, while you've been gone, the championship has tightened right up at the top. Look, we could argue all day about this. I'm not sure if it was covered while I was away or given the right amount of airtime or not. No, 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 it hasn't. Do you want to kick it uh, off? With that? No, it's all right. Let's, let's, let's go play ball, I reckon. Let's play ball. There's, been, there's been a few controversial things, quite a lot of banter in the chat. Mitch did say to us, <laughs> if I win, I can put a little asterisk next to this year. <laughs> yeah, look, we... we we have uh, we have a little chat and then we have a lot of fun on there, so it was pretty good. <laughs> a lot of memes and stuff coming across, gifs. So poking fun at each other about the uh, the the current state of the championship. We are all tied up, but we are all tied up. It's thirteen apiece, and Mitch is on seven. So Mitch is mathematically out of the equation. Yeah, yeah, and we can't do no um, like quadruple point last round for him <laughs> no no which was we were talking about it we messaged today going who's your tips and finding out and then i was like oh, i better do some research to see you know who's the, one who's previously. one yeah, pre yeah, mercedes yeah. very dominant there yeah um, yeah they have been i think it's obviously it was a well, they power track five out of the 10 races that have been there yeah yeah so, but then I was looking back and I said, oh, 2014, the final round was double points. Remember that in Formula One? Yeah, yeah. I think um, Hamilton was in the lead for that championship anyway, but it it really, I think if um, Rosberg had won that, he would have won the championship. Yeah. So there you go. It's pretty. But they only did that for that one season. One season, yeah. All the team bosses were like, this is bullshit. No. Yeah, Can't yeah. Trying to make Abu Dhabi worth... Um, yeah, more, more. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 you can't work all season to just sort of the the race is no different in length. It's why should it be a different point? They should just have every second race double points. Yeah, and it, then you'd have people like, why is the round before this worth less? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, I only ever get upgrades on this track. Yeah, these yeah exactly, exactly. Um, and when w people would use like older motors, and it would just get out of hand. Mm. So we've had um, lots of news come out. Well, obviously we're at the end of the Super Bowl. We're at the year. end of the season. season. We're at the end of the Formula One year as we're well. Formula One is done, done at the end of this weekend. Um, um, Super Twos is all over as well. Obviously that was we done. That, that got wrapped up. We will cover that. Um, so in news, it's come out. Surprise, surprise. Chaz Mostert is officially off to Walkinshaw and Andretti United. Isn't that? Uh, I I didn't see it coming. Did no, you? no I, I, not I even hadn't watching trackside everywhere. Um, for months. <laughs> How funny though was it on track side? 
where yeah. the super cheap guys have taped him to a trolley and just wheeled him in and then <laughs> left him there and then walked off. That was quite funny. <laughs> and then they, the Walkinshaw boys are quickly to take him out the back end. Wait, get rid of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not let him be in here. Ryan's like, I don't know why he's done that. I haven't even decided on my drivers yet. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Ryan. Yeah, yeah it's, that, was, I, that was a good gag and that showed the... Um, the friendly the, banter between the teams. Yeah, and I think... and. The, the love still for, for Chaz by his crew members. Um, they've been a long, long time together. I think Chaz has been with them for eight years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, eight or nine including, years, I think, in yeah, Super 2s included. And seven or something in the main game. So, like, he's been with that team his whole supercar career, pretty much. Back so. when he was fat Chaz. Yeah, when yeah, when, well, when he was up and down weight. Yeah, Chaz. When um, he was... God, oh, he was... Tickford had him licensed, but they leased him to... Yep, Penske. Uh, it oh, wasn't Pennsylvania. DJR. DJR. And then he got his win at Winton. Not Winton, Ipswich. Was it Ipswich? Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure go. it was. In the Wilson security cars. Yeah. So he's obviously like Sean mm-hmm. since he's come in. It, and um, I'm glad to see him off. I think the team, he's kind of grown away from the team. The team's grown away from him. So I, I hope for good things for him next year. I think it's good. You know, like you've had Frosty that was there for many, many, many moons. And then you've got Chaz that's been there for a while. I think it's good. This might really put Anton, not Anton, um, Cameron, Cameron Waters, Waters, yeah, really like boom. You are now the number one driver. Well, I think they pretty much established that at the start of the year. I think Chaz and Cameron Cam were basically battling for number one, but I think the team had already chosen. If you know what I mean, I think the team were really backing Waters. I think they knew. Chaz was on the market and he was probably going to be going. So I feel like they were definitely backing Waters for their future number one driver. So, and it, I think it, you could tell through the year as well. So Lee Holsworth also signed on for two years. That's a really good effort. Do you, th- do you think two years is too much? Look, Lee, I, I actually, I, a few years ago, I got to spend a bit of time with Lee and he's the nicest guy, absolute legend of a fella. But, he um he's doing a pretty good job in those cars as well. Uh, I just feel it seems like a team that's uh, maybe looking now they lost Frosty. They they're looking for someone to a safe bet. Yeah, yeah, to just bank points and and maybe direct like the the future of the car sort of like setup wise and and development wise. They need that the calm the old head yeah, to the just calm head you know that just goes well yeah no look, we need to move he's pretty much done there. everything before he knows what exactly. you need to do to get the car and into he seems that to be working pretty well with the team everyone seems to be happy the team's happy he's happy so it's it, i think it's a good fit for him there so truck assist is coming on board with tickford yeah and that was all a big um bit of a hoo-ha about that i guess when it was announced because there was a lot of people going oh no jack lebrock's lost his seat because Track Assist is going over to sponsor Lee, but um, on the same day, uh, Jack LeBrock come out and said, look, I will still be sponsored by Track Assist next year. They are still partnered with me. Just watch this space. I can't announce anything yet, etc. So you're tipping for a two-card? I think so. I've, I've heard rumours that Bottolo's gone. Yep. Um, obviously, with them announcing that... Because uh, Bottolo always used to like to have an established driver. Yeah, they didn't like yeah. going the rookies. That's why they had got Lee Holsworth in. Yeah. So uh, I've heard they're gone, and so Truck Assist coming across will be a two-car team, I think, by mm-hmm. the sounds of it. 
So obviously, we're, we're tipping Jack LeBrock will be at Tickford. Well, yeah, it kind of got announced today. It did it? Did, yeah, it did kind of get announced today, but it wasn't Not like fish. a proper announcement. It was like in Speak Cafe, they were talking about someone else's announcement, and they're like, and also Jack LeBrock is signed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> you could have given the man some credit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that was pretty interesting to see as well. I think it was down the bottom of that. Uh, Mostert now confirmed with WA. Tickford, uh, Tickford likely, likely to announce Jack LeBrock as a yeah. replacement in the coming days. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So another announcement we're waiting on is the second Walkinshaw Andretti United seat. Yeah, that's pretty exciting, isn't it? We've got a bit banking on that one. <laughs> I mean, I hope it is for us. <laughs> I've already bought my membership. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, look. Our, um, What'd you say to me like just before we started recording? How do I feel like coming home? Yeah, does it feel like you're coming home? So, long story. Like, I don't want to bore everyone too much, but Michael and I have been friends for a very, very long time. Yep. We go way back. And I'm talking... Um, 2000. Very strong yeah. HRT of those days. Walking Shore HRT uh, I think time. I met you... Mm. Yeah, yeah, year 2000. Year of, yeah. yeah, 2000, 2001. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, yeah, first year of high school for us. Um, so y- you were a very big Scafie fan. I was. I you loved Scafie. Yeah, you were, you were, it was sickening to be around him, to be honest. <laughs> I made, I made a little HRT, I think it was like a 2001 or 2002 livery style hat. There you go. With a, like, I, I stayed up all night, print back when everyone had printers at home, yeah. printed off these pictures, then molded it into, onto a hat. And I tried to get Scafey to sign it, and the only person that would sign it was Jason Bright, who was driving for Walkinshaw, uh, yeah, HRT, HRT yeah. at the time. It's a cool hat. I was like, cool. And then now you see these hats in like Japan with a little DRS. So I'm like, oh, mine's not really near that good. <laughs> so yeah, our uh, well, our banter, I reckon, started way back then because when you I were was triple eight. Yeah, because see, I, so I it wasn't triple eight back then. That was uh, the Gibson Motorsport. Gibson Motorsport, and he was then with Tickford or F- FPR was yeah. FPR. For, um, but then it was, t- and then it was triple eight, but we had this, this thing going for many, many years. So with one of our good friends going to, uh, be driving at that Walkinshaw possibly next year, no announcements yet. And we haven't got any inside information on this, unfortunately. <laughs> the internet says it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Everyone seems to think it's happening. So fingers crossed it, it does, but, um, you, you're going to be going home to one of your, your favorite teams. You haven't supported them. Hard for a few years. No, You've kind of drifted away. I have. I've maybe drifted away. Reconnect. Maybe we might rekindle our relationship that used to have. It it, it ended unceremoniously. Yeah, it's sort of just it, you know <laughs> well, you drift you, apart. You drifted apart. I you found started, something new, young, you and attractive. <laughs> yeah, you just started seeing a new person that um, was winning all the time. <laughs> There's something that I, I did. I messaged Mitch the other day and was talking to him like. I kind of hope that he still has a big pink shirt next year. Well, it's going to be interesting obviously. to see how the MIDI sponsorship is going to come in. Because I like, Walkinshaw. I like wow. the pink shirts because they stand out like dog's balls. That's one way to put it, yes. Well, they, they do. They just yeah, like, boom, like, that person's wearing a MIDI shirt. That one's wearing a MIDI shirt. And... How cool would it be at Hidden Valley to just have the hill covered <laughs> in pink? 
Yeah, it would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. It'll be interesting. I, obviously, that's up to all the team branding, uh, the sponsor branding. Obviously, I, I'd say Middies is coming along with them to help the, the, the seat, you know, to get the seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fingers crossed, uh, they can get that branding and, and we can get some good-looking shirts out of it. So, we're waiting, Bated yeah, Bread. Yeah. Thi- we should almost just call him. <laughs> I did text him over the weekend. He just got back to me today. He's obviously been a pretty busy boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the gala event um, last night. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So him and his dad are down there and his sister as well. His mum's actually away yeah. traveling at the moment. Yeah, so she's overseas somewhere. Yeah, not not in Australia. Um, Simo- Oh, no, we talked about Simona officially being out. Your thoughts on that? Oh, what about Stanaway calling it a day? Oh, jeez. Does it feel like a knee-jerk reaction to you? Do you think maybe his neck's a bit more of a problem than you think? And he's like, I can't keep doing this. He doesn't mention it at all in his retirement speech. No, but maybe you don't want to look like you're injured? I don't know. I feel like he's just... Everything hasn't played out the way he wanted it to play out. I had to quickly Google how old he was because after pulling his helmet on for 23 years, I'm like, you're only 25, man. Yeah. (laughs) 26. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he's. I think he's just throwing the dummy out of the pram, to be honest. Um, well, he said that he couldn't get another seat. He doesn't want. He didn't want to go back to Europe. Mm-hmm. He quite liked living in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And this is the top category in Australia. Maybe he should chuck his hat in the ring with do S five thousand or something. He was a big open wheel well, racer. Well, that, that's um, obviously we've got two uh, GRM drivers that are going to be hard-pressed to find a drive next year as well. We've got Golding as well. Um, and he's looking at probably going down that route, the S5000, and then basically enduro, enduro drive. driving, which was they both could have put their hands up for that. It is interesting with his, like the caliber of driving he's done. He's, like he's reached not the pinnacle, but he got quite pretty high bloody close. Yeah, quite Did high up Did there. he win in GP2? He won in GP2 and GP3. So he won in the feeder series for Formula One. Yeah. And I think it just shows you how hard these cars are to drive, like our supercars. Yeah, and he probably hasn't been in the best teams to support him either. I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm pumping his tyres up or anything here because uh, I think he's not conducted himself in the correct way through the sport and he's actually had a hard run because probably he's made a, a, a bit that way himself. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, it is one of those things. He obviously has a lot of talent. He jumped in a Super 2 for the first time and won, won, the, won the, the event. They gave him greens that race, though. Yeah, and then he jumped in um, for the Enduro, la- well, not last year, the year before, 2017, mm-hmm. uh, with Cam Waters, and they won Sandown when Cam Waters was probably not a prominent front runner. No, no that was a bit of a surprise win, that yeah, one. Yeah, that was definitely a surprise win for them. Um and then, obviously, when you go back to his race in his, yeah, in the enduro stuff overseas as well and done really well, like, he's really, he's obviously can turn a car, get it around the track, but I think what he's lacking is the that off-track stuff has affected uh, what teams wanted him. Well, it's a bit and like... And he went um, to GRM, who was at the end of their days as it was. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like what um, Van Gisbergen was saying about him. He's like, when you go to Europe, the media stuff is not there. There's not... They don't care. You don't yeah. do that. 
but here is a really big thing about like no you got to engage with the fans you got to do the sponsorship you got to do all of this once again we come back to the tall poppy syndrome etc here as well and um if you don't come across well on tv here people will judge you for it Mm -hmm. they won't go just you're eccentric or shy they will just they will judge you for it and that branding on the the people that is putting the money into your drive is obviously going to affect whether they want to or not and if you don't come across well it's like will brown good good driver but he at the moment he comes across really well on tv everyone seems to like him he's always got a smile on his face sponsors are going to come to that so i'm a bit on the fence with will brown at the moment though you you're on the fence with Will Brown because he's battling with Bryce for the main <laughs> game seats. <laughs> um, I think I think we're I think we're not confirmed, but we're we're very close. Oh to Bryce yeah, seat, no, but, but I just Will had a very odd year this year and super oh, twos. I, I think Eggleston really struggled without Dumbrell, to be honest. Yeah, I think Will Brown is struggling a little bit himself. Like he's he's pushing very very hard. He dominated in TCR. Yeah. And he did great in that, but in the in Super Twos, he just just a bit like I was Up really disappointed in the Bathurst race with him, just because he just couldn't keep his cool. Yeah, yeah, he he needs. I reckon another year in Super Twos, and he'll start to really blossom, and that's good for probably good for him as well. Like Next year, Super Twos will look pretty good. You've got Randall. You've got Will Brown and you've got Jordan Boyce who's coming on super strong. Yeah, and Kurt Kostecki as well. At mm. the end of the year, they seem those Triple Eight cars actually seem to start to light up. Um, so I think we're going to have a, a a strong year next year in Super Twos. Fingers crossed, we can get some more cars. Like obviously the Kelly cars are coming into it, but hopefully we don't just bump two cars out with two more cars coming in. Well, we talked about this last week when you're um, away, but about the whole. There's oh, now that $500,000 prize pool. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Correct, so that yeah. should might bring a bit more cars in there. Yeah, Super 3s are long gone. They're now off to the rival promoter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping it'll get more because we it's used sad Super 2s used to be... This year was Super 2s used to be a bigger field than the main game. Exactly, yeah. We used to get, what, 25, 26 at least. Mm. Um, Super 2s. Don't get me wrong, we... In Super 2s, I'm not disappointed with this year because the caliber of the cars, the engineering, the teams that are in Super 2s at the moment is quite high. Yeah. In past years, we've had 28 cars sometimes. But you've only got a maybe about those but top we've got about five maybe or 10 six. cars that could win. Yeah. And the rest when of them are sort of there. At there the just moment, it's, it's making up numbers. Yeah. It's, there's quite a lot of strong teams in there. We're obviously starting to get a bit more like you get BJR. We did have Gary Rogers. Um, Triple Eight have dived into it. Now we've got Kelly Racing in there. The the caliber of the actual organizations that are running these tri- uh, these um, Super Two cars now are really high. Like it's not an easy thing to go out there and win in. No. Did you see the thing about Randall saying he's a bit uncertain with his future with the limited supercar options, saying that he doesn't really see a place. He can't see himself getting a main game drive at Tickford. Because Holsworth has now got a multi-year deal. You expect LeBrock would have a couple-of-year deal. Yeah, at least a two-year Davison's, he's with 23 red, yeah. which is not different. Tickford, yeah, yeah. And they're not going to give up waters for Randall. Yeah, you. I think he's correct. 
I think uh, I don't know how many year deal he has with Tickford. Um, Randall himself, like don't n- I'm sure he has a deal to race Super Twos for them, and probably do their enduro stuff as well. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see how how locked in he is there. I mean, maybe it would be a good thing to stick with Tickford in the Super Twos, drive, do really well, mm. perform in the enduro cup, yeah, and put then your put your hand up. Yeah, I agree. See the options. Yeah, I agree. If if Tickford come back strong next year again, um, and they maybe place in the Enduro Cup or they they do really well at a few rounds as well, um, in the Enduros, I think yeah, he could definitely put his hand up. It'll be interesting with so many seats up for grabs this year. How many multi-year deals are done, or how many single years deals are done? Because we've got twelve seats that are changing. Yeah. There is half the field. Yeah, but I swear the like we had a couple of years ago, like lots of drivers moving as well. I think we had like or was that Formula or One that we had a lot of drivers? Well, we had a lot of cars moving a couple of years ago. We mm. lost twelve cars to updated cars last yeah. a couple of years ago. But um, I don't know if we've had like this is a p- pretty high number of drivers moving around. It'd be interesting to see how many de- year deals they're all signing because we won't know just yet. We probably won't find out until next year exactly where they all stand or at least after Christmas, I'd say, for some of them. Um, but, yeah, if if they're all signing multi-year deals, maybe it is done for him. Maybe it, it is time to really assert that um, enduro pocket and try and make some money out of it. What do you think with Slady? Do you reckon Slade's done? Like main game drive? Um, no, I don't think so. No? Where do you see? Uh, MSR? Yeah, I think MSR. I think that's where he's going to be. I thought they were looking at doing a... What I read with MSR yeah, is no, they're, they're Gary Jacobson full-time. Oh, has he been... I didn't know that. Then, um... Well, that uh, was the seat what's that his I name? thought he was going for. It was the full-time seat. And then Goddard and Kostecki maybe doing a split seat... If yeah, that's okay. approved. Yeah, okay. And by Kostecki, I mean Kurt. Yeah, okay. okay. That's that's what I've seen and heard a little bit about, but I wouldn't mind Slady going. I think Matt was talking about in Darwin, saying he doesn't want to get another rookie. Mm. I get Jacobson's not a rookie. He's. I thought Jacobson was gone, to be honest, main game-wise. Yeah. I thought the writing was on the wall for him. No offence to him, but he's not done very well this year. Um, First year. Macca Jones hasn't done very well. Yeah, but his dad owns a team. (laughs) True. (laughs) True. (laughs) Jack Smith didn't do very well. Yeah, but his dad owns half the world, so... (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's... um, Look, if Jack Smith does really well next year, I'll eat a hat. (laughs) (laughs) The smarter move would have been for Slade, obviously, but Slade might be asking bigger dollars. Um, I thought I thought he was nearly certain for that that move to MSR, but Mm. it'll be interesting because we still got we still don't even know if that second seat in Team Sydney is existing. Yeah, I did read the rumors that the one of the main backers pulled out. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Because that was Will Brown's backing. Spot. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy that was heavily more liked Will Brown. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I'm not sure. 
And I still read somewhere that there's possibly you could get... You had to submit your rec license by that October deadline, but you could still purchase one from supercars after the deadline. Uh, okay, so if you are an existing team, you have to submit it, but if mm. you want to... If you want to be a new team, you could do it later. There you go. Because there was still... Kostecki said they like trying to work out if they got the money to run... The main game. Yeah. But then you're what? You chuck Brody in, obviously. I think all the rumors, like talking to obviously the people we knew, um, not Bryce and that, but other people, was Kurt was the next one in line for a main game drive from the Kostekis. But I think Brody's more ready, but yeah, unfortunately, it, yeah, it'll be, it would be interesting to see. It'd be, yeah. I'd. Not to take anything away from Kurt. He's obviously did a pretty good job at Newcastle there. Yeah. And he's been doing a pretty good job all year. I've read that they, the Kostecki's Commodore cannot go back to Super 2s once they convert it to a ZB. Yeah, it's correct. It's ineligible. To, yeah, they're, you're not meant to be able to like turn it into a, a ZB and then take it back to a, a VF. That's a pretty big commitment then. Yeah, yeah, it was. They were talking even straight away... At the end of the Enduros, whether they're like, well, we'll do it, we next do it year. again yet next year, yeah. They did all right in Gold Coast. They did, I think, a pretty good job in Sandown. Like, they That's the one. Yeah. yeah they, they, so they, they put Caruso in the wall. Yeah, look, they, they had a lot of blemishes on their whole Enduro cult, uh, especially Bathurst. I think it was, if anything, going into Bathurst first for the Enduros makes Hurt it them. harder for these wildcards. There's no, like, smaller race to sort of iron out some issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with how the team does pit stops, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, I know they've had plenty of time to sort of that out, but when you've got a, a small team, it's a lot to ask. Um, you had any other real news? Because, I mean, like, we can talk about the races all we want, but we all know what happened in the races. Team's Championship come down to a bit of a fizzer, didn't it? It was a non-event in the end, wasn't it? God damn, Jamie Winkup. Look, there was a, a decent gap to begin with. It, you kind of needed... That tyre blowing for Shane cost them. And then Jamie Winkup locking up into turn one cost yeah. them. Yeah. Because you got to say, the rest of them, they were on board. Fabian Coulthard won the team's championship this year, if you ask me. He pulled well, a rabbit out of the hat and drove well on the this weekend. thought about it. Over the weekend, and I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying a team would do anything to make a car go slower, obviously. But do you feel like they put more effort in to Fabs this weekend to try and get him up there? I think they needed to. Yeah, I think they go. Scotty's fast enough as it is. Because um, I thought it was quite strange with the the big swing and how um, his performance was. From normal to now, like from from normal to his Newcastle event, it was a massive swing. The way Fabs drove this weekend was like, what have you done to the car? And why didn't you do that for the rest of the season? Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? I, d- I wasn't used to, to seeing the two shell cars starting side by side. Yeah, it'd be interesting to look back into last year's Newcastle. I can't remember where Fabs was. Uh, whether he did well then too. No Maybe one paid attention. Everyone was just watching Shane and Scotty. Yeah, whether um, whether he was 
competitive last year. I'm pretty sure he was actually not too bad at Newcastle as well last year. Top five. Mm. If anything, that's going to be my big thing to watch next year. Fabs really needs to step it up. Yep. Otherwise, I don't think he deserves another uh, another, another drive year at it. I don't know where he would go, but I mean, we say that every year, and you know, people just well, move around. Well, to be honest, if anything, it'd be hard to find a seat. Do you want to step down and go backwards? It's pretty hard to do. Or would you maybe try and sign a deal with them to be a enduro driver with them? Do you think they're going to keep Pramat as a enduro drive? This is a hard one, isn't it? But who do you pick? I don't know. Someone else. Yeah. Fabian. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Like, who do you pick? But um, because I think your Caruso's in that have already signed, haven't they? Get Slady. Well, Slady doesn't get a seat. Yeah, there's another quite a few good drivers at the moment. There's no there. real big main game drivers that are out. No, you're not having a wing cup or... Well, like maybe Tander we might have a Tander. We thought Tander was locked in. Tander was on a two-year deal last year and he got booted in this January. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, there could still be another driver. Yeah. yeah I, I don't I'm know who would get kicked would, out. Yeah. GRM were in a pretty dire straits. Oh, GRM took all the money they could get. Yeah, they had to get money. So that's why... Portanda got booted unceremoniously to the curb. Um, so, yeah, I think that explains that. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't see any uh, high-risk uh, big-name drivers other than Slady and Toddy. Um, Todd, I'm I'm waiting for, like, tomorrow or Thursday, the BJR announcement that is signed with them. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. I think he's going to BJR. I'm... The the feeling I'm getting from friends that are close to him is that he's got something happening for next year. But he game. doesn't have the wow seat anymore. Yeah, but the yes, definitely the Wilkinshaw seat's uh, gone, gone. Yeah, because his name was thrown around, like yeah, he was he year. was looking like he was a shoe in for the that that seat. We we talked about it on the show saying that would be a good seat for him to go because we think there wouldn't be that much pressure. Yeah. When, you know, right around when we found out Chaz was going there, probably like January or something. <laughs> About <laughs> December last year. No, no, no. At the first half of the year, he was going to Shell, remember? Yes, yes, correct. No, last year and the first half of this year, he was definitely taking Fab Seat. And then all of a sudden, they announced Fab Seat. And we were all like, what? <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's right. You're like having a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they've got their bodass. Well, do you want to recap a little bit of the Newcastle? Newcastle, there wasn't the racing. That hairpin extension, yeah, a few more overtakes, but oh mate, they need to do something with that track to entice more overtaking. Look, I actually get excited about the round, but you know, we've talked about it in the chat once again. Mitch always hits the nail on the head. He's pretty blunt with how he says it, but. He's like, if there wasn't a championship on the line every year, there would be a shit track. Yeah. And um, and I think this year showed it. Yeah. They really I, tried to push the team's championship, and I understand that that is a big thing. But... Yeah. I think... Um, I still enjoy it. I think it's got a lot like... It's a lot like the Gold Coast. There's a lot of just bashing it through the walls. 
not great passing opportunities, but just... Because there was a lot of cars that didn't level. come out straight. Yeah, the commitment level is huge. It doesn't, And it doesn't have the big curb-jumping chicanes that Gold Coast has to make it exciting like that. They should put a chicane up Watch Street. <laughs> yeah, make it... Boom! Well, you're going uphill anyway. But yeah, I, I, I still enjoy it. I, I like that sort of on the barriers. No, you know, have to push every little limit. Every oh, car has... It's great. It looks fantastic on TV. First time I've got to watch it on TV live. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say it's the first time I've got to watch it because I tell you what, I watched Sunday's race of 2017 so many times. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> I love this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you loved watching Paul Lowndes get run into a wall, did you? <laughs> 2018. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I you didn't, didn't want to talk to me when we left the track in 2018. I didn't want to talk to anyone when I left the track 2018. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we can laugh about it now. <laughs> it's fine. I've accepted it. It's probably going to win another one next year. Well, it's it'll be interesting to see. Well, maybe we can talk about this. Yeah, okay. How much of an effect do you think the changes for next year are going to make? I want to say some, but not enough. Some, but not enough. I don't think 15... Like, the whole talk... I know there's nothing official yet. No one's actually... Like, supercars haven't come out and said, we are taking X number of downforce off. But all the talk is 15%. The cars currently have more than 30% of what the 2013 cars did. Yeah. Let's go back to 2013 spec. When anyone could win. The fact that Volvo managed to jump in and come second on the first race of the year with a brand new car without having to do any adjustments. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy I, about that too. Yeah, there like, was, but Volvo they also had... a lower centre of gravity. They had a better aero package. But don't get me wrong, I love the fact that they did it. Yeah. And, you know, Volvo also got their wings clipped in the testing stage as well. Like, they came out with this big spoiler. They're like... No, yeah. no, you need to reduce that. Yeah. And this looks ridiculous. Yeah, flash forward Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's no different one than on the enforcer and the dude when Paul Morris said, "There's like, nah, man, they they told you you couldn't have this wing, and then all of a sudden it got approved on the um on the Mustang." But I think we should probably go back to like let's let's rip off thirty percent downforce as long as you've still got your front end grip. That's all we really need. Oh, you need balance, but yeah, yeah we need I balance. Agree. But at the moment, we got no front end grip. When you get stuck up behind another car, yeah, you've yeah. got no front end grip, so you've got no confidence the car's actually going to turn, and then you can't power off the corner as fast as the car ahead, and that's why no passings happened. And we're turning into Formula One, where all the passings happening in the pits. Yeah, yeah, it's strategy, I guess. Is that I like it, a lot of people knock Formula One, but. I'm heavy into strategy, so I really enjoy. I know that you've you've got six hundred hours in Motorsports Manager <laughs> on Steam. Yeah, well, you know, I like a strategy game. <laughs> um, you, you you're I think one hundred percent like correct there, but I think it's I think the general uh, punter on the hill doesn't want to see passing in this pits, and uh, they don't care how fast their apex speed is. They don't care how late they can break. They care how good the racing is how close they are, how many times per race are there going to be passes. They care how long that battle goes for, not that 
the guy that's maybe pulling up at you know five tenths a lap behind someone else and all of a sudden gets up behind him, the arrow wash off the yeah. car in front upsets the balance of his car so much that he starts to turn his tires off within two laps and then the hot air coming off it just to 100% hit still, send it home. Still give him the downforce to be able to drive off, the, you know, give him that, give him a bit of downforce to have some fun and get some traction Yeah, because we need that. But let's rip a fair bit off. I don't want to be hearing about aero next year. That's That's my thoughts on it. Yeah. I love the new tire bank. The fact yeah, that the tire great. bank's gone. Like the new tire deal with yeah. Dunlop, fantastic. We're keeping the same tires. We're changing the names, the soft and hard. Yeah. Um, the fact that teams don't have to carry around a bunch of old tires. Yeah. Friday's going to mean something. Yeah. Um, you'll be good. You're going to find like if you have one DNF in a race or an early retirement, the next week you're going to have nothing but greens. Yeah. Because yeah. you got those tires left over. Yeah. It it is an interesting way to go. It's gonna reduce cost. I wonder if Dunlop like, all right, we'll just give you more tires for f- like Yeah. How does that work? Do the teams pay for tires or the teams pay for tires, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a but big cost. It's like two hundred thousand dollars a year per car. For tires. If not more, maybe. So it's it's a pretty big cost. must be like, Come on, Dunlop. Well, this was the big rumor early in the year when we were talking to some other people that were in the industry that there was a, another tire manufacturer come into the um, into the basically the tender system, and they were going to give free tires. So you know how Dunlop gets their sponsorship and yeah. they obviously discount the tires, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, they were going to supply tires for free for that, but obviously supercars probably weren't happy with the quality of the tire that they were going to be supplying or there was not enough background, you know, testing, etc. to yep. prove that they could do what they were saying. I think we do. need some more Degen tires, though. I think we get a fair bit of Deg, but... Mm. I think Have you noticed that... Did you know that Dunlop now is sponsoring the Teams Championship? No, I didn't it's know that. Dunlop Supercars Teams Championship or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're, they're really trying to cement home Oh, there. my God, Supercars will take a sponsor for anything. Yeah. It is kind of funny, like anything in supercars. It's 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 proper sponsored. Like oh I mate, guess, we sponsor camera angles. Money. We sponsor. Yeah, it's like this is the the Amarol um, curb cam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got the Blackwoods drone. Um, God, what else they got? Anyway, it doesn't matter. They got heaps of stuff. They're just taking all the money they can get. What's gonna happen? Completely off topic. Mm-hmm. When's their TV deal up? Is it next year or the year after? Surely that's going to make a big effect to... What next w- year, I yeah. think. It's going to make a big effect to what happens in supercars in the next now I'm, decade. I'm like, let's not go back to free-to-air. Oh, yeah? Well, no free-to-air channel is going to give me the coverage that Fox Sports is giving. And you know what? Just pay $25 a month to get KO. I understand as well. Like my big thing is, I watched the, the Newcastle race with the dual cameras. Well, a lot of people, that's cool. Um, a lot of people were knocking Fox for coming in and buying it off ten. A lot of people were knocking Supercars for allowing Fox to do it, taking it off free to air. A lot of people did not realize that deal was actually done 
to keep most of the teams afloat in supercars apart from your top, say, four teams. Yeah. That helped your uh, distribute money back into BJR. That helped distribute money back into GRM. That helped Lucas Dumbrell back then as well. Like, it really did... It was a good shot in the arm. Yeah, because a lot... We had a... we had an epidemic going on in supercars where the teams were pretty much all bankrupt apart from Triple Eight, Tickford, and that was it. Yeah, because DJR was bankrupt. DJR had no money as well. So, um, as much as people knocked it, and it was sad to think the mum and dads at home that didn't have the money for Foxtel, like, we never had it growing up. No, I we did, but we got rid of it because... Why pay for TV if you're going to get nothing but a bunch of ads anyway? Yeah, exactly. So, to think that if I was a child right now and my parents weren't going to pay for Foxtel for me to watch Supercars, I wouldn't get to see it is a sad thought. Um, I I like the fact that they were doing that sort of mixed, you know, big races are still on 10. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Well, I think they still got to kind of do that. I'm sick of Supercars going, we've got the... N- uh, we've grown our audience by this much because oh, cause they have 10,000 extra people watching Trackside TV or something. You're like, oh, I don't care about that. Show me, tell me how many people are watching the race. The actual races, yeah. Yeah, it is funny. that they, They've obviously got statisticians that are, are looking for the stats they want to see as well. Yeah, of course. You're only going to release the stats you want. You're not going to watch like, oh, crap. Viewership was down fucking 10% on this race. Yeah. I quite like their Efinity series, and I know I've talked to Mitch about this, but (laughs) I've listened to this as well. Yes. It's good. It's finished, though. It finished last week. I was like, I only got into it. I I watched three rounds of it. I was like, oh. Are you you going into Formula E this year? I was meant to watch it this weekend, but I was really busy. So I'm trying to. It started last weekend um, in the heart of motorsport in Saudi Arabia. Um, so it, it's on KO. You know what? I might watch it tomorrow if I have, have time. Yeah, okay. I want to. Uh, I do want to get back into it. I do want to actually be like... Well, I, I, the reason I asked is because you enjoyed it last year. You I did enjoy you it. You raved about it. It's something... It's a motorsport that's definitely grown on you. And it's the during the off-season. Yeah, it's, it is a motorsport you can enjoy over our summer in Australia. Um, the Christmas break, you can actually enjoy. I wish I, I wish I watched it so you, you could ask me and I'm like, yes, such and such one. <laughs> um, but no, I, I haven't actually watched the season yet. Yeah, okay. cool. No, I was just going to see if you were going to follow it again. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll follow it in the same aspect that I followed last year. I probably won't be able to tell you, you know, who's winning all the races and what teams are doing what, but... What's okay. Your, okay, here's a question for you yep. on Supercast. What's your biggest disappointment from the year? I don't mean personally. I mean as in what was Not the biggest disappointment? Not winning the team's championship. <laughs> <laughs> what was the biggest disappointment from Supercast this year? And what was the accolade, like the highest achievement this year that you think they did perfectly? and that, Or that, or it doesn't have to be that Supercars did perfectly, but a moment in the year that you thought went really well. I put you on the spot. Yeah, no, no good questions. <laughs> um, my biggest disappointment, personally, I know where you're going to go with it, and I, I don't. No, no, my biggest disappointment personally with supercars was Ipswich. Okay, yeah. That round was just horrible. 
Well, you obviously went there. For I the went first there time. for the first time, and I was just disappointed with the. I know it got cut, and Supercars was sort of just like it's got a contract. We just got to. They were the ones promoting it. And I know that's probably not the answer you're expecting. You're probably no, more expecting okay. like DGR cheating at Bathurst twice. Um, yeah, well, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> Obviously, that's pretty close to the top of the list. <laughs> that's your prime example after <laughs> Ipswich. Um, but no, Ipswich was probably my my disapp- my biggest my personal biggest disappointment. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I loved watching the racing there. The racing was great, but just the whole underwhelming underwhelming effect. effect of it supercar events were meant to be this big wham bam thing yeah. like I, I i maybe it's coming from darwin and the only other rounds that i go to is yeah, calypso and gold coast and newcastle yeah and townsville they're all big events that take over the whole place and then ipswich was sort of like oh it's bloody 80ks out that way and you rock up and there's no shade there's nothing yeah, there's no love for the event. Um, but heaps of people still. Yeah, okay. Strange like, that it doesn't get more love with the attendance then. Yeah. It's a good viewing event, obviously. It's a great viewing event. You could you could see for miles. Just literally, you could see the whole track. Yeah, yeah. We watched Bryce win. Like, it was it was great. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was probably a disappointment. And then the other thing, I think just all the... My biggest disappointment also this year was just the online comments and it's been a well it's n- I know we've always we've always had a lot of tribal thing and you gotta have that. You gotta have Ford versus Hold and stuff, but you get angry reading online comments and they're not even about me. Well this is something I think as much as you don't like it. I think it's a really positive thing for supercars at the moment. It's a really hate. I don't like the hate at the moment, and it's toxic. But the passion is coming back. So we, for the last decade, have been in a very dominant Holden run. Like mm-hmm. it has been. How many championships has Triple Eight won? Last oh, they haven't years? all been Holden. Well, they won three or four in Ford. Yeah. Okay. But okay. yeah, so about I think they won half and half. Yeah. Okay. So, but in the last 10 years, it's Ford has been slowly dwindling. Triple Eight was with Ford. The reason they left Ford is because Ford was pulling out of the sport and they weren't putting enough sponsorship in. So Holden took them on. Obviously, great idea by Holden because they were the dominant team. They went... They didn't do, Yeah, they didn't just lo- didn't lose speed. Well, the fact that they manufacturer. changed manufacturer and then still won their first race. Yeah. So, um, I think it's, it's a, a positive thing that we've got this battle again i just wish it wasn't as toxic i yeah, wish it wasn't as i know you can't go on the internet and expect to have a nice reasonable debate online because <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't exist and you know what drivers should be able to say whatever they want if you want to put that online Here's the a- whole lance armstrong thing yeah okay maybe a little bit out of over the top but what people are pissed off about and scott needs to understand this is you had an illegal engine, you got it on pole. Yeah, right, it wasn't found out till later. But you still got to start on pole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is It is quite a controversial one, that. The industry pretty much accepts that, like, apart from some. Like, I would say 
70% or 65% people say that he should keep his win. And then there's a very passionate other side of it said, if he didn't qualify pole, he would not have won that race. And I put my hand up and said that, yeah, because yeah. you couldn't pass. Yeah. yeah, right, he was quick. But now this leads me to another question, actually. Did you see the post from Betty with the lift cans and measuring the lift cans and going, sometimes you need, need a little, little extra lift? lift. I, I saw what one of the blokes posted into our chat, but you know I don't have Facebook. So that is, she's had to come out and defend herself. So this is one of those toxic things that she's been attacked about it. She's just having a joke. She was having a joke. She was. She's like, I didn't mention any team names. I never do. I'll never attack a team. She's like, I'm more about congratulating teams on their effort and their everything and how well they've done this year, etc. She's like, it was a joke. I always try and, you know, she, she basically went back. I thought my dad would have thought it was funny if he was still around. That's why I posted it. And then so much hatred. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, it's a joke, guys. They cheated. It happened. Get over it. Yeah, it's and quite it's interesting not so much that saying... To see how everyone was about it. It's not so much that saying DJR cheated. It's just we all knew the threshold that supercars would allow you to ex- find acceptable. Yeah. So they're pushing that limit where the limits back this... The, the actual marking yeah. is... 7th out. Yeah, it's 13th out over it. Yeah. <laughs> Past the marking. It's just because we give you that leeway, be like, okay, and well, you know, there's out. machining error. Yeah. But they going only do it to... Yeah, anyway, we, we talked and we've, everyone's yeah, covered I, this. I listened to your episode. By the way, Mitch has been doing an excellent... I've left the show in good hands. He's been doing he's, a great he's, job. He's great. He's, yeah. he's good. He's, he's in. Um, What was your disappointment of the season then? Ooh. I didn't think I, <laughs> I didn't because I didn't even touch own. on my high my highest point. Okay, disappointment of the year. Well, it's I don't want to sound cliche, but it's what you were talking about. So I'm glad Scotty won the year. I think he deserved to win this championship. He definitely He's, deserved to win the year. He he has performed at such a high level all year. Not saying other teams haven't and other drivers haven't. Um, I just don't like. Once again, everyone's calling it the asterisk that's hanging over it, and it, it is. I sad don't say the there's an a, there's no asterisk over his team championship. Well, there's an asterisk over the whole year for me. I think there's an asterisk over everything because you've brought the whole sport into just disrepute over what happened at Bathurst um, with the two events, and that to me goes well. What else have they done? My biggest thing is I think the slowing. Fabs down is a bigger issue than the... Yeah, I agree. ...than the engine. Yeah. Did you watch the... um, Or listen to the the podcast where they talked to uh, the engine builder from KRE? The Blow the Bonnet episode? Yeah, man. I listen to Blow the Bonnet all the time. I love that. They won Best Podcast. Stupid people. We never win Best Podcast. <laughs> I don't know. We're I don't even think we're on the radar. <laughs> so, guys, if you can vote for us next year <laughs> or someone in the system, get us on the ballot. Let but us yeah. at least be nominated. <laughs> so, that was that was quite interesting listening to, um, I can't remember his name now, the fellow from K. Um, 305 or whatever his name was. 
There's a but, burnout car. Yeah, so... Um, but he said he wouldn't push it to that limit. But no, he was an old walking saw. He so was an old walking saw and builder. Um, well, he said... Reynolds said he, walking saw engines always have good pull. Yeah, and basically what he said was... How... Because DJR were basically blaming the fact that the engine overheated. He's like, an, 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 it's like a camshaft can't grow. Yeah, yeah. We, Mitch and I <laughs> talked about that. Material like, comes what, off the camshaft, yeah. not goes on it. <laughs> Where did that come from? Like, if if anything, it's not your lift is lift. going to reduce. <laughs> yeah. So and and basically, he was saying, you know, our whole our whole philosophy in a performance engine is about making performance is about getting more air in the cylinder to make it go bang. Yeah. Uh, and getting the advance on it as far as you can uh, without knocking. And Having a valve open a little bit more is going to let more air out. It's going to let more air in. Is it going to be effective if you've only got five of the cylinders doing it? It's probably unbalanced. It shows you probably how close they were but to the tolerances. Do you think it's a bit sus that they were like, get that engine out? What I'm worried about is how little the fine was and how little of an a, um, issue supercars made out of it. I feel like maybe this is not an uncommon occurrence and they didn't want to throw the book at them, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I... Or there's a variable I in there try and not really pay too much. Because their fine was... Watching the supercars... Yeah, the fine was stupid. They got fined... 30,000. Yeah, 30,000. They got 150 grand the week before. They had to build a new Mustang. Like, come on. Yeah. Penske bought bloody... Indian <laughs> Indianapolis 500 and it still was heaps less than the f- oh no the, sorry the level fines were heaps less than what that purchase price was but when I was like watching it at Sandown and the whole news was coming out I felt like Scafie and that weren't really hitting home how much of a breach it was I feel like and I feel like that's just supercars in media as well like oh crap we just We'll we'll turn it away. We'll 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 run it this way. We're not going to really expose everything. Just tell people they're getting fined again, and we'll move on. Well, I feel like they've done that even at Newcastle with Scotty's championship. I think if you look at the last couple of rounds, Scotty's been shaken, mm. and I think Scotty probably doesn't know about everything that was going on, but it's affected him mentally. Oh, Scotty wouldn't right. have had no idea about that engine. Yeah, and he doesn't look right. And it's uh, I don't think Scotty is handling the general public having a go at him for something that wasn't in his control. Uh, and it's been quite rough on him. And I, I feel for the guy. Like, he's done a good job. It's not his fault. Um, I guess, you know, write in if you guys disagree. But I feel like it is. it has sh- it shook him. Uh, and I feel like Scafi and Compo and all that are trying to repair a little bit of that. Even Lance. He didn't win a race since Bathurst. There you go. So um, that, that, that that's pretty interesting. My high for the year on a different note. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go out on a high. You tell your high, I'll think of my high, <laughs> and then we'll get our tips oh, and look, we'll call I've, it. It's hard to pick, to be honest. There's quite a lot of highs from the year. Um, big one for me is probably Bryce Bart. It's, yeah, it's obviously. I was thinking main game. Up. Um, well, the fact that he could be going into the main game, I feel that's it's, that's what that's I mean. pretty good. Um, I I yeah, 
I'm very much like that. I was speaking to Mitch even just the other day going, I like the fact that we follow, out of all the years we followed Bryce around, it was 2018. <laughs> right. But we were there and he seen us. <laughs> well, one, he took me for a drive around New, uh, yeah, Townsville. Yeah, still a bit bitter about that. <laughs> um, the funny thing is you even called me up and were like, before you left, like, how tall are you? Can you do this? Oh, yeah. I might be able to do something. But the fact that we followed him around that year and then even the start of this year, we went through and we went and saw Kelly and Brad at, you know, during the Super 2 pits at Calypso or um, Adelaide. Bryce did that on the weekend too. He said it started really good at Calypso. And I was like, it's not Calypso anymore. Yeah. Um, That's one of his sponsors, but he's just slipping it in Yeah, yeah, just slip, <laughs> slip. Um, but yeah, product, and you know, every... <laughs> Every round except for Gold Coast, I spoke to Brad. Yeah, yeah. So it's that they must remember us. <laughs> You've got a <laughs> complex that you're forgettable or something. I am forgettable. <laughs> he better not forget us when you know, he's handing out those um, the walking shore passes for. We're not getting a walking shop for Darwin. <laughs> he's got many other people he's got to give passes to. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. I'll think of another one. You think of yours. My highlight actually was... I, looking back on it now, I can enjoy more Scotty getting the Triple Crown. It was a big event, wasn't it? I think it was underplayed too. That's a massive event. Mm. I, I liked that Fox picked up one on the weekend. They're like, like you've done some massive achievements this year. Yeah, you got you the won more races than anyone. You got you've, the Darwin Triple Crown. You got, Darwin Triple you got Crown, Bathurst. You got Bathurst, and you've won the championship back to back. And the pole position thingy. Yeah, like uh, it is. It's massive. I mean, still like a little asterisk because of the aero wasn't full parity at that <laughs> stage. You know, Mr. Penske come down and yelled at them like, you are not changing our car. They're like, fine, we'll change all the other cars up to your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it's um that was a pretty big one, yeah. Yeah. That's a re really good point. Well, I can enjoy it more now looking back on it. On the day, it sucked, man. It was no worse. <laughs> <laughs> you will get it, yeah. But, you know, I, and I know that I am vocal about me not like... And... Like, not liking Scotty, but I respect him as a driver. <laughs> you are unbelievable. <laughs> well, he has achieved a lot, but... Yeah, but he must be a horrible guy or something. What did Mitch say? Like, we are too similar, that's why we hate... I hate <laughs> yeah, this is once again it come out of the banter. <laughs> when we were talking about Michael's asterisks over the year, if he if he gets a point in the final round... Oh, we both go for the same footy team. <laughs> Bloody followed him in Super 2s. I followed him into the main game and you dropped... You loved him when he was in Volvo. <laughs> oh, I dropped him like a bad smell when he went to DJR, though. Well, you dropped him when he started winning at DJR. I wouldn't say you immediately dropped him at DJR. <laughs> uh, you're unbelievable. Right, <laughs> what right, what's your What's your top, and then we'll get your pick. Uh, all right. Um, dun, 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 I'm, I'm trying to dun. think of a, a moment that stands out above all in my head. I've got a few. I've obviously got Todd's first top ten and seeing that in person at 
I was going to call it Clipsal at the Adelaide Superloop 500. Um, that was great watching him do the shootout. Even until though he went, like by turn three, he was he like, do, <laughs> yeah, he didn't do the best job in his first ever shootout. But just but the to cheers, be there for that, yeah, was pretty amazing. That and then watching Bryce dominate. Yeah, that was it. Was a pretty good event. Um, I think of a moment seeing Lounsey back in the car again and uh, seeing and the triple eight again yeah that was that was kind of a nostalgic moment for me as well I when the triple eight came out at Bathurst I was like oh do we really need it but then what like watching Newcastle I went where's the triple eight again it was a, I got pretty nice. used to it <laughs> like it was nice to be honest to see that again and to see the two boys working so well together seeing Lounsey like win again yeah that was a big moment uh, for me, personally. Um, Triple Eight doing their fight back right up until the final round. That was pretty good. Yeah, look, I think this... Last round, I was calling it The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then Mitch... I, I did listen. It was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch is like, ain't they the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> We're striking back. It's like bad it only depends on which side of the fence you sit on because I stole it with the triple crown that was an unsurprising that was a surprising <laughs> an unsurprising it was a it was un, no it wasn't unsurprising I honestly didn't think he was going to get that shoot oh I was hoping he didn't get that shoot out I like stuff that doesn't go off. It didn't go off for a really long time, though. Yeah, I know. But now I hope, like, you know, Van Gisbergen's got something like a be under his bonnet. It's like, i got to get that triple crown. So who do you think next year is going to be the antagonist with this era changing? And, and Bryce. <laughs> you reckon Walkinshaw's going to turn the Mate, I think Walkinshaw will be strong in Adelaide because they... They are always are pretty strong in Adelaide. Yeah. Strong in Adelaide. We'll road, uh, are we taking tips for Adelaide? Like right now, yeah. <laughs> we don't even know who's driving where. Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of another one that stands out above all. There's some obviously some pretty cool stuff. Uh, another standout because it wasn't like any fairy tale wins or anything. It wasn't someone like, oh my god, you got that win. You know, and no one saw it coming. What about, like, Waters and McLaughlin coming together at the... That was a big moment, wasn't it? Yeah, that was at, a pretty good highlight. Melbourne. <laughs> that was a pretty crazy moment. I was actually talking to one of my uh, fellas at work today and, and talking about why we don't pick McLaughlin um, or either of the Shell cars and why we didn't pick any of the Mercedes, uh, the Mercedes cars for the rest of the season after about the fifth race. I've got my... My lead. Six, six races in supercars and four or five and three oh, rounds. Two rounds. Nah. Couldn't have been because they Mercedes won, uh, four. F they did like seven five or something. One, one twos, twos in a row. Yeah. Which was, I think, the most ever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was explaining about I'm like, McLaughlin won every race until someone took him out on the out lap of yeah. the race. And then he won the race after that. Like it was pretty nuts, so I said that's why we didn't allow anyone to choose them because it was, it was just a gimme. 
um, everyone would have we would have had a lot more points because we both would have been just choosing McLaughlin. We would have been fighting over McLaughlin. It was actually quite hard not having to choose McLaughlin. Yeah, well, it was a actually made it difficult because the behind McLaughlin wasn't like Triple Eight were very strong at the start of the year. No, Triple Eight actually really did. There was a lot of point. Everyone was talking about how Erebus was the strongest holding team. Okay, I've got something for you. Yep. I've just thought of it. Townsville. The return of the single spring. You reckon that was a good thing? I think that's my highlight for the year. Okay. You disagree. <laughs> well, it hurt us. But it, it did hurt you. But I did like that it brought a lot of the teams closer together. It did. Yeah. Now, next year, I'd like to the return of the overtaking. Yeah, look, I think we're slowly moving forward. I want to move our middle pack back up. Yeah. I feel like our middle pack sort of dropped back a bit. I want to see races where it's not a crazy... I'm going to use Formula 1 in supercars here, but not a Brazil crazy race. Like other races where you get events like that, but if you know what I mean. But Mm. it's not one out of every 400 races. (laughs) You know, like let's get some mixed up races where it just comes down to teams executing it properly the pace is not that different calling one right call at the time not having massive pace overlap mm. I agree alright um, we're heading to Abu Dhabi we're going to Abu Dhabi oh. yeah. I don't know if I really want to go to Abu Dhabi I don't rate it like look it's not bad I've had a friend that went there she said it was great oh you mean in <laughs> actually, actually went to Abu Dhabi yeah <laughs> and Dubai and stuff and she was like it was really nice I was like oh really yeah look I, I can't personally rate <laughs> I've not been there um, but the Formula 1 is wrapping up in Abu Dhabi yes Mitch is going to go for Sappen but that's irrelevant sorry Mitch <laughs> you I asked you this morning and said who are you going and I put my full and stop on and you said it. I'm getting first dibs <laughs> and I'm not telling you to if we record well because I We've been pretty busy. We're man down at work, so I did, I hadn't, I'm like, I want to look up what the race did last year and You've the been year a man, before. I've been a man down. I was in the sun. You've said I look like a little... I'm sunburnt right now. Yeah, you've got a bit of tomato cheeks going on. <laughs> Raccoon eyes with your white eyes. Yeah, well, sunglasses. <laughs> and then the helmet the was yeah. here. Yeah. I'm the only um, person that got sunburnt because everyone else wore longs because I didn't wear longs. In so my infinite wisdom, I'm going to go max. Okay, okay. Only because my, my thought pattern is... It's because he's stronger than well, the Ferraris. Yeah, because Mercedes obviously very that. strong there, um, but we can't choose them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ferraris, since they brought in the uh, change to... the, They've brought in more of this burning oil thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. So Ferraris, are, they're have, well off the pace again. Yeah, so like the last couple of races, Ferrari have been... Like in America, I think they're 50 seconds off. After Mexico, where they come third. Yeah. And then they won three races after the um, summer break. So, and all of a sudden, yeah, they were 50 seconds off the next race. And then the race after that, uh, they couldn't qualify that great. So I feel like Ferrari. We should really tip. 1.5, that's more exciting. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I could say Albon and hope that Max gets taken out. Well, it's true. It'll be... 
I don't know. I, but this is the thing. Because it's only been like three races. It, it was hard for me. Ferrari normally faster. on the line. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. This is why it was hard. Ferrari are normally fast on, like, they're normally good on straight line tracks. Yeah. This track has a lot of curvy corners and big long straights. So it's Ferrari also want to say would have looked like smashed it. Yeah. Why? I read rumors again coming out of Italy. I know it's not going to be any true, but they were talking about Vettel either being stood down or walking away at the end of this year again. I was talking about that last weekend, or last mm. week. So Especially after the And the rumours were that the Ferrari have already touched base with Daniel Ricciardo to break contract with Renault. I would do that if I was Ricciardo, if Ferrari come. If Ferrari would pay the... If Ferrari knocking on the door, course, yeah. I'd be like, I'll go drive for you. Well, so yeah, look. Anyway, um, I know I've put you in a hard position. <laughs> Essentially... I feel like Max has to have an issue. Yeah, I do. Because the Honda's looking pretty strong now. No. But we remember we've just been at... Outdragged a Mercedes. We've been at two low, uh, high-altitude tracks. And high-altitude tracks seem to suit the Honda. So that was the big thing. Like The high-altitude at Mexico didn't seem to affect the Honda as much. And also Brazil is another high-altitude track. So it didn't seem to affect them as much. So it was hard. Where Austin was a, a it's a normal altitude, like sea level track. And obviously, and now I'm tossing up between which Ferrari driver. <laughs> <laughs> do I go with me boy? Or do I go uh, with experience? Well, this is the other one, isn't it? It's like, what's going on at Ferrari? Hmm. Like I was listening to, uh, I obviously listen to a lot of motorsport podcasts as well because we're passionate about the sport. So we we like to listen to them all as well. Um, I just, I was getting infuriated. I'm sure a lot of people out there get infuriated listening to me as well. But I was listening <laughs> to Autosport when they were talking about the Vettel, Leclerc, um, Charles incident. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's a hundred percent Vettel. It's a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent Vettel. And like it is, but it's pretty normal to crowd crowd because they're like, you know, Charles gave him enough room. I'm like, yeah, but it's pretty normal on a straight like that for the guy that's commanding the race line to move across on the other guy to that tighten was the. My comment. Yeah, I was like, it, it wasn't unheard of for Vettel to try and move him over. Yeah, and just because their teammates. They're not going to just give up. I feel like Leclerc probably should have given him more space. I feel like Vettel probably shouldn't have moved him over so aggressively. I feel like it's still both at fault. I feel like it was well more damage for the tiny little touch that it, it was. was. very little touch that broke that. Now, it's two races in a row. I'm trying to think of what race it was. Was it Mexico where... No, Austin? Where Vettel's car yeah, Austin, oh, Austin. his um, so suspension snap in a row that they've had a suspension failure. Austin, obviously, they didn't touch anything in the US. He was just curbs. banging off curbs and stuff like that. Everyone's banging off curbs, though. Yeah, so it's obviously, and the touch between Vettel and um, Charles uh, was very minor, minimal. Obviously, mm. at great speed, but just enough to snap a whole wheel off. <laughs> well. It I didn't really snap. Did it snap the wheel off, or did the wheel just come off the rim? 
snap the rim, I think. Oh, okay. Look, I'm going to go Charles. I've padded a lot there for I'm you. I'm going to go. Yeah, I know. And the whole time I was like, do I go Vettel? Do I go Charles? <laughs> do I go Albon? I would love to go Albon, but I'm going to go Charles. You know, Albon's going to get. I know. I know. And we're going to finish on a tie. We're going to finish on a tie and then we're going to count back. And JD's like, well, I won last championship, so I win this year's. I have been thinking about it during the week. <laughs> well, we look, needed like a. If a, we end up on a tie, we we go to down to the twelve hour. Uh, I was gonna say, if we end up on a tie, we have to choose like the next Formula E, <laughs> Formula E race. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll work that out. Well, look, thank you very much for joining us again. We've missed you. It was good to have you back. Good to be back. Um, thank you for everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have anything you want to write in, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late. Or you can email us, breakinglate at gmail.com. And you can just go to our website, breakinglate.com. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. And that will be our season finale. That will. Um, are we going to talk about what's going on next year then? Or are we gonna we'll talk about that the... next week. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay tuned. Cool. Nice. Bye. Bye.